Good morning, podcast listeners. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you. Everything that has breath, that breathe. Lord, we thank you for being our God. Lord, we thank you for showing us grace and mercy and even love. Father God, I thank you for being a good God. I serve. And I thank you for your son Jesus dying on the cross for us, Lord. I thank you, God, for being so good to us. Lord, I just thank you. And I just can't thank you enough. Lord, I thank you for blessing each and every last one of us, the podcast listeners, my family. Lord, we ask that you bless the homeless. Father God, we ask that you meet needs, Lord. Father God, I ask you to please, sir, look and have mercy on each and every last one of us, Lord, for we know in this time and day and age, Lord, that we need you. And we can't get along without you. Lord, I thank you for being the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the bright and morning star. Lord, your power is everlasting. Lord, and your will is mighty. And I just thank you for being God, God, all by yourself. Thank you for everything that you do, Lord. I just want to say hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. I know you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Father God, and I just thank you for everything that has breath. Father God, I ask you to just look over each and every last one of us. Those who are sick, those who are homeless, those who are poor. Father God, those who are afflicted, Father God, we ask that you bless each and every last one of them. And I just thank you. It's like an angel on wings flying to the city, against the city. What about my homie Lorenzo? What about K Dog? And hug it, he's gone. Flying to the city, that gang's the city. Gone but never forgotten, especially in this plan, this what was plotting. I won't cry, sooner or later we all gonna die. Prepare yourself, even scare yourself, you see. I never thought it would be, but it had to happen to a G. I'm yelling plenty much, I know you yelling never too much. You test my life in some way, my homie, someday. Until then. It's so hard living when everyone else is dying. But you got to move on. You got to move on. No time for crying. And it's all up to you. How you going to live it? One day we'll all be gone. And I'll be home. And these tears I cry. I won't cry no more. Yeah. Just thank y'all.
for just listening on the podcast, being an upstanding citizen. I thank you for every moment that I share with y'all on this podcast. We talk about some pretty interesting things. And it's all about us as people striving to do better. See, we walk around every day with our head up high, ready to ridicule, ready to judge each other, ready to laugh in each other's face. But see, something happened along the way still. Because whatever the devil meant for bad, God, he meant it for good. What I mean by that, to further clarify that, there are we are the people that has been captive for over thousands of years. But it says in the Bible that one day we'll be as many as the stars in heaven. So people, we shouldn't wait till the battle's over. We should shout now. If you're frustrated, Shout out to the Lord. If you're hurting, shout out to the Lord. If you feel like dying, shout out to the Lord. See, that's where you get your power. And God will never lose his power. And me, I am going through some trials sometimes. Like losing my foster parents, Frida and David Cox. Um, losing my daddy, losing my uncles, losing one of the coolest friends in my life. So, most people they're crying. Most people are sad. Most people they are angry. Most people use these things to get drunk and high. But see, I want to tell you about shouting now. It's better than getting drunk and it's better than getting high. It's knowing that God's power is mighty. And he will never lose power. So how many of you are sad, afflicted, lost, not knowing that he is worthy to be praised? And I just thank each and every last one of y'all for no Knowing that God is a good God. See, we are so lost because of the conditions of the world. One condition 
as though we have been enslaved for over a thousand years. Two conditions we was bought and paid for and we had to have a ransom. The moments in our life where that trauma hit and because we treat people like machines as opposed to you a human. What if a person mourn for six years? Is that possible? Yes. Who cares though? See, but we'll tell that motherfucker, man, you need to stop. You need to get on with your life. You need to... No, that motherfucker, we be humans. Our emotions and our spiritual state, it don't go like that. It don't go like, get over it. Right. But that's what we tell people. People don't have an opportunity to heal. The individual have to get to that point on their own. See, first off, what I would like to say, what I would like to say about that is that um, people are allowed time to heal, but... Um, people still smoke. Uh, um, people gotta realize that they still alive. You know what I'm saying? And we supposed to bury our dead and move on. Why you can't build a person up that's mourning? They ain't gonna want you around them when they mourn. You tell my people, I don't want nobody around me no morning, man. I don't want nobody back on me, holding on me, telling me everything I do out in the first day. But we're not machines. I we're not machines. And we are fragile. But we treat people like everybody else is gone. We treat people like machines. Yeah. I mean, most of us, at some point, when you look at us, people that's in some sort of crisis, we got something that happened somewhere. People can probably look at me. Even if people don't sit down and concentrate, it's a point. It's a point where something happened and things began to change. But when things begin to change, we address it like, boy, get your ass up. In there acting like something. No, something is wrong. Something something is wrong. But we tell a motherfucker just get on over it, get on with your life. People don't have the opportunity to really, I don't know to me, to really deal with their problems. And that's the same thing to go with felons, right? They, they say that once you leave up out of prison, you're supposed to be rehabilitated. Uh, um, but when you come out, you come out with nothing. They put you on the, on the streets, and then they want you to still complete probation, pay all this money while on probation. Um, then you're still homeless with nowhere to go. So it don't matter if you got a job or not. A job is what it is. Just over bills. So when we say that people um, need to get over it, that means mourn, but don't let it affect your life. Mourn. You still got children. You might still got your wife alive. You might have your mother, your father. Look, I never had that. So when people say mourning, then I guess I've been in mourning all my life. You know, like the uh, um, first time seeing your dad as a grown man, and he's in the cast. Then they put me in jail. One year, all this shit happened. All these people, all these deaths, and people say, "Oh well, you need to get over your life." It took a lot to get me to this point. 
took a lot of tears, a lot of alcohol, a lot of weed, a lot of cigarettes, a lot of coffee. And then in the middle of our contrite corona. And I don't know what, when people say contrite corona, what they think it is. Like a little cold or sickness, no. I felt I was on death's step. I couldn't, I had to boo-boo fart and cough at the same time, you And people. And I believe that the alcohol brought that corona up out of me. Cause I, I couldn't eat, but I could drink. I couldn't taste the bug. I couldn't taste the bug, but I felt the bug. Him. So, you know what I'm saying? People want me to be 47 something years old trying to get a job. You know your body doesn't do a job. So, I'm not a machine. I'm not going to be working no damn 40 hour job. Hey, they bring a man in there in a wheelchair to try to get me to come to grips with And you know me. You know my mouth ain't no prayer book. I'm like, man, get out of here. Who you think you is? Come roll up in this wheelchair like you somebody. You ain't nobody. Don't come rolling up here talking about some, uh-uh. I'm going to be in a wheelchair like you. Not only am I going to walk, look, not only am I going to walk in six months, I'm going to run. I'm telling you, the man shot me in my, he shot me in my back first, right? Bow. Then shot me in the leg. Bow. And finna end me until my, one of my other friends came up and shot him. Bow. Shot him straight dead. You hear While I'm laying there. And you can tell right here, if you look at my leg where the bullet went in and out right here. You know what I'm saying? It's a metal piece holding my leg up. But in six months, just like I said, I was running, not walking. I grabbed my wife, said, come on, let's get out of here. I picked her all up in the air. I told y'all I'm going to be up here running up out of here. These people ain't going to tell. And I see the man again when, I was in, when he was in the wheelchair. I told him, you are, I told you you're not God. I told you. You know what I'm saying? Huh? I think man is a God, but not the God. I think our minds are God. You know, the people don't think that God be in our presence, mourning and worrying. Yeah, I, hey, look, my morning was over. I don't mourn like people do, because I know I still got a life. And you could die of a, a, a broken heart if you lost one of your people. Something you could die behind that, man. You know, I looked down in that casket at my daddy, and I swear I thought I saw myself. So how do people want to treat us like machines? What I ask you, brother, where does that come from? You know, hold a thought for me. And the world ain't designed about that. The world is designed around the whole, the almighty dollar. That's the problem. That's somebody created this mad man's world that we living in and we now think it's right. There should be no barriers in between anything that you need, anything that's essential. Somebody say that you can't live without water. Water is something that you gotta have. Why would you put an obstacle, why would you put something there then that could prevent somebody from getting it? 
Because you put that there. You telling me water, I can't live without water. Now you're going to put a price tag on it. You put that there. You tell me that education is essential. But depending on where you live, how much money you got, nothing in life that's essential that should be a price tag. It should be a right to life. It should be a right to life, man. Anything that's essential to your survival, anything that's essential to your growth should be a right to life. There should be no price tags or no litmus test or qualifications to apply. But we think that there should be. Oh, like I tell people, if you grew up in Saudi Arabia, I don't care if you were the most devout Christian. Nine times out of ten, you'd be a Muslim. If you was a Muslim, I don't care if you were the, the, the most devout Muslim. If you grew up in Rome, you'd probably be a captain. Where you grow up and what you grow around matters. So we didn't grow up in a world where they didn't told us that this is the right way. And it ain't the right way. It's just a way that people doing it. The world could be different, bro. The world could be different. And the world could be based upon human needs as opposed to how much money. Everything is about, even when you go to school, you need to get a good education so you can get a good job one day. They don't tell you you need to get a good education so you can learn more about yourself, more about the world you live in, more about how you can be a community member or something. They tell you get a good education so you can get a good job one day. And the job is about the dollar. Somebody else created this man, and that's what it is. We living in a madman's world. All of this bullshit about uh, Thomas Jefferson and, and Quincy Adams and all them people. Yeah, them motherfuckers had a pen on their hand. They were mad men. They were mad. These people that enshrined mad men. They didn't enshrine their ideas, made them gods in this world. And they're mad men. And we living in a madman's nightmare. We living in a madman's world. Right. Man, right. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, oh, man. well. And I got to go see my lawyer, so I don't want to wipe this on my head. The shit that he made that money in the millions. Who do that? T.D. Jakes. Um, all of them television no. events. Mm -hmm. But it's other people's money. Right. That's, that's, that's never T.D. Jakes' money. I gave you my $20 tithes every week. And he gave his $100 tithes every week. And she gave her $3 tithes. And T.D. Jakes took that money to be smart, and he made millions with it. But it's not T.D. Jakes' money. No, you took other people's money, and you made smart investments, and you did all this other shit, and you sat down and you made business deals. That's not your money, man. A percent. I'm not. I'm not mad at T D J's lives, but that man worth seventy million dollars, bro. Mm. I be telling people, man, we don't have truth tellers no more. T D J's is not a man of God. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. He's not a Christian. He's not Christ-like, and nobody is saying. Christ told his disciples to sell everything you got and go out into the world and preach the gospel. That's one of the first commandments he gave them. He told them to relinquish everything you got. He said, when you go where you go, the people to take Pick care up of your you. bed and follow me. That's the first thing he told them. That man ain't that man ain't doing that, that, that man ain't walking like Christ walked. Flat the fuck out. And ain't nobody saying it. Won't nobody say it. Christ would give every can't nobody tell me Jesus would see be sitting on seventy million dollars right now. No. 
You can't make me believe if Jesus was alive, he'd be sitting on three dollars. Right. Mr. Christ-like. Them men ain't Christ-like. Them men living in a world with somebody that told us this fake shit once again about money. Mm -hmm. Fuck out of here. First thing he told them was to sell everything. And he telling people just the opposite. How can you be following Christ and you telling people this man be giving ser sermons about how to plant a wealth seed and all that old weird shit? Right. Mister, it's harder for a rich man to get to heaven than it is for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle. So will it be hard for TD Jakes to get to heaven? Wow. Will it? Because it's harder than a rich man, according to what he say he believe in, and he's a very rich man. Oh, he's the exception, right? Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess that's what he'll tell us. Mm. Man, all of the motherfuckers is frauds and charlatans. And the sad part about it is all the religious texts speak about it. Every religious text speaks about frauds and charlatans. Will you know one when you see one? You may not. Because everybody is a damn near fraud or a charlatan. That's right. The men ain't who they say they is, bruh. Not according to them books. Right. They are who they say they are according to this world and what this world says it is, according to the devil's world. So how can the, how can the young be any different than the old? Meshach, Reshach, and the go. Them men went into the lion's den. Somebody told them that you're going to have to bow down. King Arad told them you're going to have to bow down to my God. And if you don't bow down to my God, I'm going to put you in a den full of lions. Where you know you finna die. What they do? They, they didn't bother to talk to them. But what do these men and women do every day? Then they come back and tell us, well, we're negotiating on your behalf. Well, you know, we got to sit down. And no, you don't. Meshach, Reed, and I know I'm saying their name wrong. They didn't sit down and negotiate. They didn't sit down and mediate. They didn't say, well, you know, we got no. They said no. And everybody else who they in them books, who they tell us, man, the men ain't who they say they are. The women ain't who they say they are, bro. I don't give a fuck. I know they not. Yo, you go ahead. still gotta realize you go we got essential needs. Nah, you gotta go ahead. And, and like people ain't who they say they is, man. Right, I know. But we still got essential needs. It ain't got nothing to do with the whole fake ass people lying to us, man. You know, like that. Nah. But none of that makes sense. When you know they flying jets, limousines, or they living high, setting themselves higher than others. All these old fake ass civil rights. See, I don't know nothing about, you know what, all this stuff was just what I learned from you, I never knew, I never looked at it the way you looked at that though, until now. It's, That's why I keep telling you it ain't about money, bro. I don't want no money, like if I open up a church, I don't I, I don't want to feed off my congregation, I want my, that's they shit. Well, I want them to be free for my congregation, bro. I want my and if anything, of course, they got to be afforded to them. I want them to pool their resources and live collectively, bro. Mm -hmm. It's enough for everybody. If they're not working, how they gonna, gonna have resources? Bro. Ain't no reason like, why a CEO should make two thousand. Like think about this: Why should a CEO make two thousand times that a that an hourly employee make? You need that much motherfucking money, man. Two thousand times as much. Of course, you gotta lay motherfuckers off that motherfuckers can't get raises. Cause this motherfucker get two thousand times more than everybody else. Hello. So you got your brother over here catching felonies. You know what I'm saying? Your mama, your mama might need surgery. Come on now. Uh, uh, uh. 
You don't think you gotta pay for these type of things? Oh. To get your people out of prison. So we're gonna need income. Everything costs money. Because that's the way somebody said it had to be. Well, we don't let them know. It ain't gotta be that way. Man. <laughs> I bet you we don't know one common way to wait till we change it. I can't. If somebody cares more than me. Do your thing, baby boy. You know what it is. But I'm like, am I, I ain't trying to get it. Damn. You know somebody? See stuff like that. Yeah, they all. You know what I'm I'm that type of shit. That's why I'm down here today. You know, I wish that people have like, that. How you doing? That's a horrible way to die. I didn't realize that. Set my man up. Not knowing. I don't get fucked. I don't get fucked. Who are you? I'm serious. Well, um. Hey, they can do what they want to do. Go where you want to go. I, I got a, I got a touch. Well, you know, I'm I'm about to wrap this up, you know, um, but you know, them some interesting um thoughts, you know, I'm at a loss for words. Usually I must have something to say or comment about it, but, you know, I'm, I don't know, that this was a good message, but you're right, though. Exactly. But we've been living this reality right here for so long. Right. Think it's the only reality. I'm done with this. Right. The same way that they came out and they said, you know what? Pandemic checks for everybody. Man, we can. We somebody can wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? Education is so important. Mm. We're about to do everything we can to make sure everybody. We don't give a fuck what what we gotta do. Which means if it's something that's standing in their way, we gonna deal with it. We could be like that with everything: mm. food, clothes, healthcare, shelter, everything that we live in right now could be different. Right. And we need to start thinking about ways that we human needs. Human needs suffer when it comes to money. Human needs get sacrificed when it comes to money. Something wrong with that. Something is wrong that when money comes into the equation, all that other stuff, okay, healthcare. Oh, but if you ain't got no money, you can't get the bullet took out you. If you ain't got no money, you can't even get seen by a doctor. That something is wrong that when your human needs get sacrificed for a dollar to Exactly, exactly. I probably do that. That's this old fake-ass reality that these, that, that these people created Three, four, five hundred years ago. We need to really start taking a look at some of this shit. Really These people came over here and created an economic doctrine. All that shit with the Constitution and all that shit was an economic doctrine. They did not create a document that was going to create human needs. They came over here to set up business. They came over here to turn America into a business, and that's what they did. And now we live in a life where we think everything is about business. Everything is not about people. We don't live in a world built around people's needs, man. That's right. That's right. Hey, that's the truth, brother. So, you know, I thank you for your message. You know, um, you got a lot to say. Uh, this brother right here, very inspirational. So, you know, tap into his uh, podcast. Um, 
He started the podcast yes, right? No. But I want it's the question everybody wants. Because I want to do it big. I don't want to do it small. I'm just being real with you. I want a national power. I want a national audience. We can take it national. I ain't trying to take it national. I'm Michael Jackson. I'm trying to go straight to the top. Did you get there yet? I ain't there yet. <laughs> well, it's time we may move the thugs and all that. Meanwhile, we just keep grinding. If we won't change, we got to evoke change. The one thing that people can't stop is change. Change don't happen, bro. I tell people this all the time. You know what my goal is? To make that change happen quicker than it would otherwise happen. To expedite it. That's all I'm doing. All of this stuff, like you say, all of this stuff will come to pass. All of this stuff will be no more. Everything will change. Everything will come to pass. I feel like my job is to get us there quicker because I believe what we're dealing with right now, like I say, is not set up for human need. So I want to get rid of this shit so we can get on to something different. Right. All of this shit will change. History says that. History history is something that we can't dispute with. There's been dynasties. There's been kingdoms. There's been rulers. And they're not here anymore. And they thought the same thing when they was running shit for a thousand years. Three, four hundred years. All of this shit gonna come to pass, bro. America's crumbling as we exist. Um, anybody that's been around just for the last 30, 40 years can see America deteriorate. The quality of life, the standards of life, services. It's all deteriorating in front of our face. Housing. You go through not just Detroit, but Philly, Chicago, places like Flint, Michigan, shit like that. Man, places where they used to be beautiful neighborhoods. It look like war zones now. The people missing, the houses missing. America don't even look like the same country it looked 50 years ago. America looked dull and great. People people standing on every corner. Man, you didn't have people doing that 30, 40 years ago, and it's all over the country. It ain't just Lansing or Detroit or Michigan. Everywhere you go, man, you got a migratory population now. People move at all times of the day and the night. It was a time when you would do better than your dad or do better than your granddad. There's so many reports and shit now that say it's just the opposite. People, children now are not doing better than their parents. Man, and it's not a matter of personal behavior and personal actions and shit like that. We live in a world of institutions and systems and structures. How come that shit never come into the conversation? Right. That's the shit that be killing me with all these people that keep talking all that personal responsibility bullshit. You right. But it's only part of the equation. It's only part of it. And anytime a people speak to a part and not to a whole, that's a problem in and of itself. You're trying to make me think everything on me. Yeah, I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. But them schools in Flint don't work, nigga. Them schools in, 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 in Cleveland don't work. The motherfucking schools are kind So yeah, them parents supposed to get their kids up, do this, do that. But the school fucked up. And don't nobody want to talk about the school. They didn't create this. Man, 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 that man took over the whole podcast and I just love him for it because, you know, we need something inspirational, something to get us up off our feet, something to make us think, you know. We got to teach people the power that they really got. We want to show you what power that you really have. You know, so tap in. Power to create a different world. That's the type of power I'm talking about. We got to create, we, we, gotta, we, we got the power to create a world based upon human development, human growth, understanding our connection to the world, understanding our connection to each other. We ain't got time to do that. It's hard for me to love my brother. And it's hard for me to 
uh, respect things around me when I ain't even got time to understand my connection to it, to understand my connection to the park, to them trees, to them leaves, to that grass. People look at you crazy, man, if I tell a motherfucker I'm trying to find out what my connection to the grass is. Because they figure you only crazy because I, mean, I ain't got time for that, bro. I got to get to the paper. There is no time for human development, man. There is no time for human, human to be inquisitive and grow and learn and understand more about themselves and more about what is our ultimate purpose and goal. Everybody, everybody got up at five o'clock this morning not to do. Don't get me wrong. You always got people that do that type of self-development. Everybody got up at five o'clock this morning to jump in their car and go to work. That's the time that they didn't put us on. They didn't put us on that time. They didn't put us on the time that we get up and we meditate and we pray and we do things like that, cleanse our systems and get no. They put us up on the time where you get up, jump in, the, jump in your car and rush to work. Man, we can, I'm not saying that we can create something different. The world we live in could be so much different. The world we live in could be so much different, bro. And that's, I think that's what we should be thinking about. How do we create a new world? How do we create the type of world that God wanted us to live in? God did not, this can't be the type of world that God wanted. There's too much pain and suffering in this world. You can't tell me that. And, and, and there's not enough people working to alleviate the pain and suffering. That's what them politicians and shit should be doing, bro. They talk about Jesus well. Jesus well. I don't see T.D. Jakes in them crying. <laughs> Man, if them man, that shit's a poll job. Jesus wept. That's all I'm saying, man. Okay, that's what we're going to call this segment right now. Jesus wept. Thank you. And be blessed.